Hello, welcome to my sixth podcast. Today I would like to talk about the quest for beauty. And I would like to touch on the word anti-aging. We hear so much of it. It's on the labels of products, it's on treatments. It is a way of life, it seems, it has become. I visited South Haven, and as I was on the shores of Lake Michigan on this cold winter day, it was only 18 degrees, and there was a lot of ice out there, and I was just surprised when I saw a gust of wind picking up the flaky, ever-so-soft snow, and it surrounded me all as if I was in London in a night of fog. So right there and then, I looked at acceptance of where we are at, how the weather is, how life treats us, and celebrate the true stages of life. We are truly privileged to age and let us give the young their moment in time and celebrate the wisdom we have gained. And also let us celebrate that we live in a time of such effective skin care. So the question is, how do we find our way through the maze of all these products out there? The companies promise us anti-aging, the wrinkles will totally disappear overnight, miracles will happen, and you automatically will be 10 years younger just by buying their product. Well, I hate to break it to myself and everybody else, It's just not that easy. There is no easier, softer way. Not only do we have to have the right products, we also have to use them correctly in a very well-balanced manner together. And we just need potentially some help to find the right ingredients that are good for us. After all, skin is the largest organ of the human body, and just as we are individuals, so is the need of our skin and its consistency very, very unique to our lifestyle, environment, our history. Uh, Also, it comes right down to what did our mother and grandmother look like? When I decided to become an esthetician, I was told that the program would be like all other study programs, that you either have a great book or a great teacher, and seldom do you have both. Well, I was lucky, I did have both. And I was so very interested in the subject matters that I was like a walking sponge, picking up everything, reading everything, and particularly the practical side and the ingredient side I studied to really truly be able to take a very close look what product does what, and to share that with people became truly a quest I not once regret pursuing. So when it comes to ingredients, I like to know where are they made, what do they do, 
And also, what is the pH of these ingredients? Can the product penetrate the skin so we can truly accomplish changes? And I think this is also very important to me personally. I like to use American companies. I particularly like companies that truly spend time in the research and want to be as holistic as humanly possible. Of course, when we look at holistic and natural ingredients, you also want the jar of your product to remain fresh and to be ready every day for you to use. So we have a lot of choices today. However, ingredients is one part. We also have lifestyle. We need to take a really good look what do we do as far as hydration when it comes to drinking water, tea, do we drink too much coffee, alcohol, another really kind of sort of not getting along with skin at all is certain medications. So sometimes we can balance that. And then of course there is stress, there is sleep. And then there's of course meditation, mindfulness. Do we walk in nature? How do we develop our inner beauty and hang on to it? So I was telling my friend Nona about the four places on earth that are called the blue zones. And I find it so interesting that not only a few people are over the age of 100 years old are highly functioning. No, it is becoming the norm to be over 100 years old and speak and think and work and walk and do all the things that healthy people do. And so it's remarkable to consider that these four places are in totally different places on Earth, such as Korea, such as Japan, such as California. And so we look at their lifestyle and one of the huge things in that lifestyle comes forth is the community they are building the day of rest they have, the type of food they eat. But it goes back to not to be alone, to be together, to help one another. And that sense of acceptance by your surrounding world seems to really truly push us forward in health, in inner beauty, and of course, what we look like. The option of course is there, to practice total mindfulness, controlled eating, and environment, and we all join people in a monastery or convent. However, the rest of us, we like to live our life. We want to be who, where we are and who we are and have all the best life can offer us where we are. I would like to offer you laughter and community once a week, what I call my round table. Up to eight of us can go ahead on Zoom and take that hour of time and enjoy each other. Go ahead, let's talk about skincare. Let's talk about lifestyle. Let's talk about what truly we can do and have a community of acceptance. We're not going to go at all to go ahead and say, oh boy, you got fillers or you use 
Botox or you do this or you do that. It will be completely, totally. Let's accept each other where we are. And the goal is that you come as you are. And when you leave our round table, that you feel fabulous. So in this quest for beauty, let's join together. I would like you to contact me at annemariepodcast at gmail.com and tell me what you think about this idea. Please do so. And we will discuss products, particularly pharmaceutical-grade products, that can truly give you results. But mainly it will be, what can we do? And don't forget, we are going to have just fun. And isn't that what life is all about? So thank you for listening. And I hope to hear from you very, very soon. And I also hope to see you at my round table. Goodbye.